episode 34, David. I know. We're together. We are. Once again, the two musketeers. As a marvel. As one would say. Yeah. You didn't invite him this time. No. It's okay. He's probably in Savannah or somewhere. I know. He just randomly shows goes to places. Don't you wish you had that life? Yes. I wish I had Juan's life. You just do whatever you want whenever you want. Yeah. No consequences. Nobody to be accountable to. I don't know. I like my wife. She's okay. The kids are okay. <laughs> my wife's okay. <laughs> you got to see her after this. I know. She, well, she, she, I'll be gone before she hears this. So. That's true. <laughs> the live. She was listening to us live. She was, like, yeah. Yeah, we got to be careful what you say. It is the last podcast of the year. We have done, up until now, 33 of these in 33 consecutive weeks. Right. Is that crazy to you? Uh, you know, once we, once we hit like 10 to 12, I feel like we hit our stride. Um, but we never came up with an excuse to miss it. Never had, I mean, we moved around recording dates and I think we're kind of settled into one now, but it's been like an exercise in discipline for me. Not that I don't like doing this. It's just like in a time of so much. Like anti-routine. I guess it's it's subjective to whoever you are. Yeah. Or but, just your routine was interrupted. Yeah, I think my whole yeah. routine stopped because of this shit. Now it's like, okay, I know on Sundays, like my mom asked me. My mom, if you watched our bourbon notes, we drank a bourbon that our number one fan, my mother, got us. Uh, that David's going to take home with him. Yeah. The, what is it, Neely Family Distillery. Mm-hmm. I got uh what's this one called the You picked it out. I forgot the names. Uh spiced cross buns. Spice cross yeah. buns. Yeah. So I'm excited to add that to the to the collection. Um today on the show, Gary's gonna drink Cooper's craft distillery. It's funny, you have a craft bourbon and mm-hmm. my beer today is technically not considered craft beer. Who owns Budweiser? Yeah. Anheuser Busch. Yeah. So it's it's in the category of what a lot of people refer to it as faux craft. Um, they want to come off as craft. We've talked about that a yeah. bunch of times. Like people, yeah. as long as you know it, I'm fine with it. Like, yeah, if you don't try well, to hide it. Yeah, if you're just like, hey, this is Budweiser, but I'm going to make something a little different for you, yeah. hipsters. Where uh, I think it was uh, Vera Cruz or Vesa Cruz, yeah. Vesa Sir in Miami. Yeah, uh, Anheuser Busch started that brewery to try to be. A craft brewery, which is different than it's different starting a, a quote unquote craft brewery as a non craft brewery and, and as, trying to fool people as a publicly traded company. Yes, <laughs> and trying to fool people into believing that it's a craft brewery, and that's what the 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 people that were suing them said. Hey, you know they this is basically false marketing, false advertising. Like my friends and I thought this was a craft brewery, but it's owned by Anheuser Busch, and not only owned by Anheuser Busch, but it's was started by Anheuser Busch um, to be a quote unquote craft brewery. So Gary's about to open up the bottle there. Oh, that was, that a, good was a good one. one. I'll just take. I'll just get the plastic off of it. Um, but yeah, so that's our our bourbon today. We got Bourbon County brand stout, which I'm pretty sure you're not going to like because you don't. You're not a dark beer person. No. But even though this is a stout aged in bourbon barrels, um, I think it's two years they age it. Um, some or at least some of them they they here's what I've come years. to learn about my knowledge of beer. 
I've always thought you had to drink beer cold, like ice cold. Yeah, and and uh, most people still in the U.S. think of beer as these, you know, uh, macro lagers is what they're called. Bud Light, Miller Light, any lager honestly should be really cold. It's cold because lagers are also the only beer that ferments cold. Like you want to ferment a lager at like forty five degrees. The yeast in in a lager just responds better to cold versus an ale. You can you can ferment an ale. Some of them will ferment up to like eighty degrees, like a saison. Really? Yeah, you can ferment up to eighty degrees. Most of them around sixty five to seventy is where you want to ferment. But then God, you want to like chemist dog. Yeah, but then a lot is of them that chemistry you, or is that yeah, biology? Yeah, chemistry and it's like a mix of so. Uh, my two brothers-in-law, they're not even old enough to drink, but they're fascinating by, fascinated by the brewing process. Like Just they, like the science. Yeah, it. the science behind it. And they also are, are pretty big like artists, too. Like you saw they played music yeah. at, at my wedding, and they're you know, hugely they music. They didn't Skinner. No Skinner, no Freebird, uh, no Tuesdays Gone even. I know, right? I, I mean, I had a request put in. And, um, I but, didn't know it. Yeah, so they have these this like weird dichotomy of of two different sides where you know they're super which that's brewing i think, it, to a, I think that to blends team. together though yeah like you, not to be too hipster about this but like you have to have an artsy side to you to want to create its creation yeah you know it's well and and if you look at like if you look at beer so the artsy side of it is there's so many things you can do with beer right, right. bourbon there's not as it much but it, it is, still yeah. is an art right right so, um but you kind of leave your bourbon a little bit more up to the bourbon gods of hey does it does it make the trip right that's what Wright Thompson says a lot in Papillon does your does your bourbon you can do everything right up until you put it in the barrel and then the barrel decides yeah what's next. it's like you once it's in there you have to deal with weather you have to deal with the barrel itself you you know you've got the devil's cut the angel share so right. if I've got a fifty five gallon was it fifty three or fifty five whatever it is. And I, you know, you just, it all is crazy. And when we talk about the big breweries or, you know, like how many cans roll out a day in Heiserbusch, do you think? In the millions, definitely. You know, and then, like I've been to distilleries that have tens of thousands of barrels in their rickhouses. And I've been to a distillery that had 200. And just to see the different like they're making it exactly the same, but you know, just the yeah. output. I'm not saying like craft distilleries are as definitely not as popular as craft breweries. Yeah. I can see, I think that it's a, a, a bigger percentage of, of like bourbon and whiskey is sold by the macro players, mm-hmm. you know, the, the big ones as opposed to beer, like beer is getting at almost 20% as craft. Which is that's crazy, you know. Uh, in the nineties, it was one percent, if that. Um, Some home brewers in the nineties, like, yeah. hey, bro. <laughs> so and still, so the thing that always always blows my mind, and I have to look at this stat again, but it, it the last time I saw it, which was five to plus years ago, it might be different. It might even be more now, but one percent of the beer in the U.S. is still homebrew, which is fascinating. Like, think about how much beer. That's is a lot of in the beer. US. That's homebrew. That's from Tiny House um, Brewing. Probably most half of, of that is. We have Jimmy Carter to thank for that. Jimmy Carter made homebrewing legal up to like two hundred and 
50 gallons or 220 gallons every year you can homebrew. I think I'm a Jimmy Carter Democrat. I'm not a Nancy Pelosi Democrat. I'm <laughs> and more a Jimmy Carter it's funny, Democrat. Like, it's funny because I see people online that, that homebrew and, and they have you know bigger system, 10, 15 gallon. They're like, I'm like almost hitting my max this year of, of the number of gallons I can homebrew. But I'm, like, keeping up with that? I'm doing like so much shit in the world yeah. to worry about. Well, oh, what are you I, in here for? <laughs> bitch, you three gallons over this year. That's going to cost you. Uh but yeah, so the biggest thing is like the, you know I think it's taxes or whatever. Which anything, of course, anytime taxes, they you know that's they they'll get you for that. So you well, better yeah, not, better that's not what even took joke down about Al Capone. that. Better not even joke about that. You're gonna put yourself on a list or something. You'd be in the IRS watch list, bro. <laughs> I know you been selling some at old brew. Yeah, would Check. you sell any tiny house brewing? A percentage of it? Would you not? <laughs> like, would you yeah. sell it? Like it, the, the beer? I don't know. Market. I mean, I don't. I've not. Everyone that drinks it says it's good, but they all know me. Yeah. But I think Let also... Let me drink some, it. I'll tell you how it really is. I think also some of the people, like, there are some people that I'm, like, I know professional brewers, and I'm, like, I'm not... I try not to avoid giving it to them because I... <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is this, David? <laughs> but it's also different, too. So doing something on a, you know, homebrew scale versus a... Very personal level. Yeah. It's, it's so much different, and, you know, one tiny little thing can screw up a whole batch but it's also it's five gallons versus yeah. <laughs> i don't know that i've had five gallons of beer in my life well maybe i'll you've make had you five whole, gallons this week maybe i'll make you a whole uh a whole batch of your own beer just gary's brew gary's brew no flavor just nothing weak yeah just piss water i'll make you like a two percent beer is there a two percent ale there's some really low like there's like what's called table beer um that's super filtered and and they don't use so just like anything else the more uh the more malt that you use the more proteins the more alcohol or the more what's up with non-alcoholic beer Could so you make one of those? i actually had a conversation about that today uh thinking like you know because a lot of people do like sober january is it like an alcoholic switch just to like trick themselves that they're drinking beer i think so uh but there's a, there's a handful of craft like non-alcoholic beers and i've had like uh, like a couple of them, but I'm thinking about for January since a lot of people do sober January doing a non-alcoholic beer on the show. That's a sober January is the thing. Yeah, I'm not doing sober January. But I thought it was sober October. The Joe well, Rogan hit. That's a hard month for me to. That's me too. <laughs> for me to Listen, do sober. I was so, so drunk the first weekend of October. Well, let's quit being sober. We'll do a beer first today. Let's do a beer first All today. Right. See if you, you like this one. So this is Goose Island Bourbon County Brand Stout. Uh, this beer has a super long history. There's a freaking book about we've, it. We've talked about this, um, about the... Yeah. This was a Black Friday release, right? Yeah. And I wanted to either get... They did they did uh, what they called Anniversary Blend. We're not... We've struck out on all the... I know the good Birthdays stuff. and Ooh, anniversary type. If it doesn't... Listen. Some, there's some chocolate right there. <laughs> if I drink that and yeah. then have a piece of It does of not smell like a York peppermint patty. There's some Sorry. dove in there. <laughs> If it does not taste like that, I'm gonna call foul. So, see it black as iron in there. <laughs> Iron's not black, is it? That's I good. don't know. I uh, there's a time. camp song. Uh, one of the bands I like says they say wow. drinking coffee black as iron. That's a strong smell. Yeah. So anyway, so this is the 2020 Where do you version. Get chocolate, motherfucker. This has and no the, chocolate and in the, it. the 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 uh, the nose of it. Um. But it says on here intense aromas of charred oak, vanilla, caramel, and smoke. I get so this that. one I get the is smoke. I get yeah. the I get not I I couldn't pick out the 
caramel, but I get that like soft yeah, smell. I get definitely it. get the I get the caramel. I get a little bit of the oak. This is uh, we had the uh, they have a, a they had a coffee variant this year. It's, it was called Special Number Four. This one already the smell of it is way different than the coffee one. That's not bad. I get almost an overwhelming. What is that sweetness of the? Uh, There's like it's like a that's that caramel like that is you're exactly right. I can taste that. Yeah. Oh shit! I'm, I'm a beer drinker now. <laughs> it's got like you know when you have a a craft beer, you get that very hoppy, very yeah. Like, this is not that. Th- this is yeah. not that at all. This is, has a like a sweet taste afterwards. Yeah, which I is from. It. I'm not so, saying it tastes good. But I'm saying <laughs> I it. think um, you know how you talk about some of the bourbons you drink. They say sweetness. I feel like I get more of the sweetness from the bourbon barrel in like in in beer that's that's uh barrel aged versus in in bourbon. And I feel like I can go back, you know, those those sensors I think. Um thinking like, hey, that I get that same that's that same flavor that I remember before and it's like in your memory. Um and I don't know, maybe that's maybe kinda- that's just I get more of it from uh, you know, from the, you know, maybe it's just your mind. Yeah. And sensory taste is so mental too. Correct. A lot of people, it all, it, it's a huge play yeah. on past experiences, expectations, all that. Yeah. But for me also, if you enjoy us drinking beer weekly, please hit the link in the show notes or in our, uh, link tree on our social medias for the original craft beer club. Yeah. Get you craft beer up to how many bottles a month? I think it's 24 bottles. Yeah. You can get up to 24 bottles a month and uh, some cool small, like most of them are smaller breweries. It's they mostly focus on bottled beer. If you're, if you're yeah. into bottled beer, which that might be all that you can get here in the next year or so with the can shortage. But um, yeah, this one's definitely way different. This is good, than, man. I ain't got, yeah. you know me. I know you're not going to bullshit. If it with <laughs> like, and this is not that w- people come to us for like you know they they want the I, I feel like i'm just the honest when it comes to whatever I, yeah. i'm not super professional about it i started looking at youtube pages early on and stuff and when i would see people drink and then review it 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 had no effect on me like if you start talking about these tastes and these uh notes and all that like no it, is it good, bad? How's like? Is it going to go down soft? You know, yeah. Is it, is it peppery? But like for a beer, like I've got through our Instagram, I've noticed a lot of people drinking a lot of different beers, sours, all this other thing, yeah. and what they expect out of it, and how they how they deliver their reaction. And for me, I'm not I'm not a David McKinney. I I don't I'm I don't have the palate or the experience to tell you that. But when I drink this. I can tell you, whenever you drink a beer, you get an aftertaste. You know, like with bourbon, it's the finish, the Kentucky yeah. Hug. The aftertaste on this is fucking phenomenal. Like <laughs> it's it's smooth it, and it's, sweet. It's better than the beer. Yeah, <laughs> like the beer going down is okay, but whatever that is, it's like a. Uh, I mean, you read Whopper, and then yeah. you know, like it's hard, and you crack it open, and you kind of like. Oh, I thought that, you were talking about Burger King Whopper. No, 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 like the Whopper candy, and <laughs> you malt, let that malt yeah, yeah. D- dissolve. I get that in this. Yeah, the malt bucket. Yeah, that's probably like a yeah 
I mean, malted. There's malt in this. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so the the interesting thing, so there's a really good book about Goose Island. A lot of people, Goose Island was a darling of the craft beer scene. They were one of the first really big like breweries to do. I mean, they were the first to really do barrel aging with beers in the 90s, which this Bourbon County brand stout has been around since like 1992, I think. Has it always been a Black Friday release or did just They've done, crazy? So that? this was, year was the 10-year anniversary, so that's why they wanted to do the anniversary version of it, which was in Weller 12 barrels, uh, Weller 12-year-old barrels, which is one of the hardest, rarest bourbons to find. But um, they, not be. they made their name and a huge portion of it off of this. Like they were pioneers, and that's a big part of the reason why Anheuser-Busch wanted to buy them. And there's a really good book called Barrel Age Stout and Selling Out by Josh Knoll. Um, he talks a lot about the inside, you know, in, being inside Goose Island and how it's changed since now it's not technically craft. But anyway, I love this beer for, for a couple of different reasons. Number one, it's different than a lot of stuff I drink. Number two, the the presentation of the bottle is just fantastic. Like there's no label, true label on the front. It's etched glass. So Goose Island says Bourbon County brand. It's like a uh, root beer or like, a, yeah. you know. And then there's Bullet the, does the same thing with their yeah. models. And then there's the label on the neck, which gives you. So every year they have the, the year, you know, it says Bourbon County, and they do the different variants. So this year I think they had six or seven different variants, which is that's the only distinguishing difference between the bottles. Um, but it's a cool bottle, cool, cool presentation. I think a huge part of, of beer is. The, the presentation, and I think when... Oh, yeah, when it comes down yeah. to, like, marketing, and yeah. for me, as a casual, right? Like, I'm, yeah. I'm not... If I walked into a store, and there's a wall of beer, I'm going to go with whatever, like, pops out. That's what I do with wine. Whatever has a cool label. Yeah, <laughs> but, like, with this beer, it's very, like, sedated, very, like... I don't know. What's, so what's this cost? What did the, did you get like six? I think it was, yeah. So I got a single, it's a 16.9 ounce bottle. Um, I think it was 1299. This is like the cheapest version. This is the, uh, kind of the core base beer. And then they do all the different variants. Which 1299 for a bottle? For a bottle. Damn Uh, dog, look at you. (laughs) So they do this year they did. And we talked about one bourbon cheaper than that. (laughs) I know we've. We've talked about a lot of the different variants, but I think the, the most expensive one was like twenty eight bucks for a same for the same size, which I think was, was the, it sixteen ounces. Yeah, sixteen point nine. So I think that the um, I'm trying to remember if the so they did this year they did the anniversary blend, which it's the ten year anniversary of them releasing this beer on Black Friday. Yeah, we did a whole episode where which we was, knocked out all yeah. the all the Black Friday Back things in, that were coming out. We so we talked about it in August originally when yeah. they announced it, and then I think we talked about it again on Black Friday. And then we but, wanted what we wanted, and then we obviously yeah. and then they also you had the obviously birthday. couldn't come up with it. Shit, yeah. David. <laughs> the birthday bourbon, uh, the Old Forester birthday bourbon where, version. Where, not to change the subject. Where are we at on that, David? Oh well, I I will find out within the next couple. You've of days, said that so. for a month in a row, <laughs> David. Come, man, I got a connection. I might yeah. know a guy. Might yeah, and then nothing. I know, but um. This beer, I can see where like that, the release of this would be a big deal. Like if you're just, if you are into beer drinking, which I'm not, but like if we were at a, a a bar or something, they're like, hey, we got this new, just released, you know, yeah, I would be down. Like it is, like I've almost drank my whole glass. You want some more? No. 
<laughs> That's the real test. The, night, the first oh, time I ever yeah. give you a beer and you say that you want more is... Uh, Wait, there is... I feel like I have done that. Well, you poured me like a thimbleful when we were in Cincinnati. Yeah, that's different. That's for uh, rolling a fatty later. Okay. Well, good to know. <laughs> it's a David Pete. So there's no video this week. David's here, and we are uh, super grateful. If you're listening to this, we love you very much. We, thank you for you could literally do so much with your time, but you chose to listen to us. And that means the world to me. We we went through our top five things of 2020, and this podcast both ranks very high for me and David in the fact that, you know, David's discovered a love for bourbon. Maybe 2021 is a year I get into craft beer. I don't know. Maybe. I would like to see I, – I do want to do – we've talked about, like, we've done a couple theme episodes. Yeah. I do want to do an episode where you drink a beer – and I drink a bourbon. We you oh, drank yeah. beer on when we were on ginger and the beard. Yeah, but that, but that's a beer that I was I knew was safe. You know, that's, <laughs> safe beer. You know, um, but we've spent a lot of this year during the week before we record talking about what to do, what to drink, how we wanted to approach things, the theming, um, and for our, you know, we are man, seven months into this. We've not missed a day. Yep, we're not, we're not missed a day, not missed a week. Um, but I feel so much more comfortable talking to people as not, I don't want to say an expert, but as somebody who's drank enough bourbon to know what's good and what's not. You know what I mean? Like I can have a conversation about bourbon, not in the hippie style of like, yes, the nose just hit me with that. <laughs> you know, like yeah. a fresh pressed leather and the oh, the man, bourbon nerd. Yeah, yeah, I, and I agree. I'm not that way either. No, but you. But I will say, you know, thirty-four episodes. I probably had twenty-six or twenty-seven different bourbons that I've never had before. Yeah, um, maybe twenty in the twenties. Yeah, I mean, you see, I can't drink bourbon fast enough to make room <laughs> in this house. That's a good problem uh, to have. But the the only thing that I've consistently went through, and not other than I just found that I really loved it, was larceny. Yeah. Um, were we gonna do? Like our top bourbon and beer of the year? Yeah, we were going to do like top five uh, just of, of what we've tried this year. Yeah, we can do that. Um, we can do that maybe next week. Yeah, I'm not prepared. <laughs> One of the, my goals is to be prepared for 2021. Yeah. Um, I don't know where I was going with that, but I just know that this podcast has re- reconnected me with a bunch of people, connected me with a bunch of people that I never knew we shared the same thing. Like there's people that pop into our live shows that I've literally not talked to in a decade <laughs> and they're like, Hey man, I want to get in on that. Like I was at the grocery store yesterday, man, I'll come over and drink some bourbon. Of course you want to come drink yeah. some bourbon. It's fun. Uh, and like in this time of just unknown, do you still have a curfew in Ohio? I think so. Like yeah, until 10, we have 10 curfews, p.m. we have stay at home orders. We have, you can't gather. Like what brings people together? Liquor. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they, uh, and I'm not sure if this is true, but I heard someone say, you know, in Pennsylvania, they, Pennsylvania is a state run liquor store state. You know, it's one of the craziest backward, uh, alcohol states in the, in the union, but they closed down everything and they closed down the liquor stores too. And, uh, 
Yeah, that was a big mistake. I think like a couple days in, they they were like, yeah, let's go ahead and... uh, They are essential. (laughs) Let's go ahead and reopen those. If prohibition, if a constitutional amendment couldn't hold this shit down, what's a mandate from a governor that means nothing going to do? I know. And, you know... I guess it's different if the government runs it, but... Yeah. Um, We are going to drink some bourbon, but we had two really fun stories um, that I... I kind of came up with this week. They're both beer based. Yes. The <laughs> the one is such a troll, dude. Yeah. Um, we since we're talking about Anheuser Busch, uh, yeah. they uh, re- uh, sent what was it? How many is it? Six hundred some, right? Six hundred forty-four <laughs> oh. uh, to celebrate Leo, Leo Messi's record-breaking goal for Barcelona. Budweiser are sending six hundred forty-four personalized bottles. To the 160 goalkeepers he's scored against, and I love it. They have like the numbers on the bottle. They have the hey, like, you, were which number, number? <laughs> you were number 72, uh, 112, and number uh, 215. That would be like sending everybody a bottle or a can or whatever of people that Jordan dunked on. Yeah, Jordan. Yeah, with a picture of him dunking on you. <laughs> yeah, well, you got Poster. posterized, bro. Like here yeah. it is. Um, but that's, that was, I thought that was funny. Like those are the Do you fun think those people things. appreciate it? I think like, <laughs> like man, fuck you. they, if you look, there's a couple of, of pictures, like people took pictures and I think put them on their social media there. I think there's a mixed bag of some people love it. Like, yeah, look at this. I'm, I'm number, you know, 327 or whatever, because some of these people, this might be as famous as they ever get. <laughs> right. Is, Hey, messy scored on me. Who can you uh, listen? I'm not, are you a soccer fan? Not really. I mean, at times, but not really. Like, could you name five goalkeepers right now? Just in general? Yeah. I mean, current. I could name, like, three. <laughs> what was the dude's name for Team Tim Howard? Tim Howard. Yeah, that's yeah. the only one I know. <laughs> like, it's so, I feel like it's so insignificant in soccer. I mean, because if you score three goals in a game, that's big. Like, if, it, if the, score, yeah. the final score is three to two, like... That's a yeah. That's a that's a riveting riveting game. Yeah, that's like there was some <laughs> cheering going on there. I do like so so Cincinnati has a soccer team, and I like so soccer is popular with like the millennial generation, your people, and yeah, my people. But and I see the so a a lot of us played when we were seven, and then stopped when we were seven and a half. Uh, so we're like, yeah, I, I think I remember the rules. Like everyone runs in a in a corner <laughs> to get the ball. <laughs> But uh, like I played soccer when I like I didn't play any sports, but I played soccer, right? Of course, At, um, you put little kids in soccer to yeah, burn that energy off. Exactly, like Harlan, Just, hey, go run around. This is a football family. He will be an amazing football yeah, player. You better put him. He's in gonna be in some soccer guard. though as soon as, yeah. as soon as I get him out there <laughs> to run on a field and somebody else be somebody else's problem for an hour. Yeah, it's on. He's gotta he's gotta uh, continue that family tradition of of uh, playing center, maybe for John L. Smith Jr. Yeah, man, did you see Louisville beat Kentucky yesterday in basketball? We're one and six. I know. Has, yeah. at, that not to get too far off topic, but it's been since like the twenties since that happened. The twenty twenties. <laughs> yeah, like the roaring twenties have come back. <laughs> That's crazy. That was Red Auerbach's first year, nineteen twenty. I don't know, but no, the I don't even know where we're going with that. But yeah, the the soccer thing. Yeah, uh, I like soccer because it's. Like, it it doesn't stop. Like, there's no commercials. It's 45-minute halves. Wait, there's no commercials? Not in, like, I mean, if you're watching soccer. Oh, there's, like, no there's break. There's no, no stop. There's intermission, right? Yeah. There's intermission, but there's no, like, 
It's a running clock. It's continuous. Now, soccer or hockey has two halves. Or they three periods. Three periods. Yeah, two, two breaks. Two breaks, yeah. Um, but anyway, the, you know, I like that it's like a short window of time. Like, you got two hours. You're like, you know, that this game's going to be done in this two hours. The thing that I hate about uh, soccer is they have ties. That's that's like kissing your sister as a... It's like going to McDonald's for a salad right yeah. there. I feel like... Have, did you watch Ted Lasso on Apple whatever plus TV? No, I don't have that. Uh, with uh, Jason Sudeikis. Um, but he's like a, a, a U.S. college football coach. And he goes and coaches in the Premier League in uh, in England. Because the, the, the wife uh, got her team, her husband's... Uh, soccer team and like the divorce and she wants to like run it into the ground because that's the only thing you ever loved but uh that's a good premise yeah it, and it's it. funny but it's like uh jason sudeikis character ted lasso is super positive and that's like the whole thing do they um, do good no well <laughs> spoiler <laughs> yeah no but it's it's interesting it's it's like it's kind of a uh it it's about like the positivity but then also you know, there's some parts where it's super like depressing and and net goes it goes complete opposite end of the spectrum. But anyway, that's how I feel. Like I feel like an American with like the knowledge of soccer that that like Ted Lasso has. I mean, I, he didn't even know the Kicking rules. Kicking the goal, bro. Yeah. He didn't even know the rules. I at least know the rules. I don't know the rules. Yeah. Um. He's like, how's that offside? How's that offside? And he's like, no, really, I don't understand. How is that offside? I don't yeah. know the rules yet. Um, that's funny. Yeah, it's a good one. That was one of my probably my favorite shows of this year. Like, but it's on Apple TV, Apple TV Plus, or whatever it's called. (laughs) Everything's got something. Yeah, we got. I mean, the 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 uh, the amount of crazy streaming channels that are out now is. So we've been trying to cram in the office as much as we can before before Thursday. Well, it goes on on Peacock. Fuck, I ain't trying to pay for Peacock. Yeah, I don't it's even not like even, NBC yeah. shows. Like, what what good has come from there since then? Parks and Rec, uh, right? But like from that, they're doing a Saved by the Bell reunion. <sighs> With uh, Screech ain't gonna be in it. Zach is the is the governor of California. I can see that Slater's in it. Listen, Mark Paul Gossler's best role, unpopular opinion, NYPD Blue. I think a lot of people would agree with you on that. Like, because he had like he was young. He wasn't young, but in the show, he was younger than he had Sipowitz a way longer run on that than than Ricky Schroeder. <laughs> then no, I mean on then then uh, Say by the Bell. Like he was on NYPD Blue longer than he was on Say by the Bell. But yeah. people, I still think know him as Zach Morris. Yeah, which is uh, I listened to a Nerdist podcast a long time ago where he talked about like just the progression of his career and, you know, being from the young dude to the NYPD blue to, you know, some of his other projects. And he had some show on where he had to like protect a girl was on Fox. I think it bombed. Probably didn't make it. Yeah. He was on a show on, uh, like TNT too. Like, you know, they have like a lot of their like original back in the day, dude, I would, I love some TNT original drama. Psych. Was he on psych? No, I mean, I'm just naming. Psych was USA. Yeah, what same thing. <laughs> no, Ted Turner owns it. What so what is that? Paramount now? I don't USA know. USA is it's... Paramount. They got Yellowstone. No, Spike T V is is oh you mean who owns it? Wait, I thought USA and Spike were the same thing. No. Okay. They're different. But you learn something new Spike every day. Spike was originally T N N and the the national network or something. Then became Spike T V and now is Paramount. 
And now they're with like... With their hit show, Yellowstone, <laughs> which we had some Yellowstone bourbon. Yeah. That was me last week. Was it last week? Yeah. Yes. Um, also, I realized when I drink a lot, I say like. I need to listen back to this and I say, if so, I say like a do lot. do you listen to our podcast? Because I usually, Sometimes as I, I am processing them, I just let them play in my ear. Yeah. I'll listen to like, to, to not like, but I'll listen to highlights because I'm also the person that does our little yeah. clips. Puts our little tidbit. Yeah. It's always at my expense, though. <laughs> Some of them have been mine. Yeah. I think I did Bourbon Notes. Yes, that was the. I think that was the first one we did. Right? Yeah, um, but those those little sound bites. We don't plan those. I and I try to like. Ma- I tried to make a mental note uh, during the show to be, yeah. to say, oh, at forty six minutes, because you gotta go back. Through. Yeah, you have to like yeah search through it, it yeah. in a thirty second time period. But but yeah, so soccer, the Messi's people. Is he sponsored by Budweiser? I'm assuming. Yeah. So they troll 600 and some people. Uh, you had one more story. Oh, Brewdog is doing like a true Willy Wonka. Uh, golden ticket type golden shit? Golden ticket. Golden, what is it? Golden beer cans. Uh, $20,000 solid gold cans and beer bundles. Um, you have to buy it directly from their website, which is, is smart on them. Like, hey, we got all, no middleman. Um. But then they said nine out of the ten have already been claimed by people that work there. Yeah, by but Brewdog is one of those. Now, where are they based at? Scotland. But they, they are. Were they the all, ones that were trolling Aldi? Yes. Okay. They're all around the world, and the owners. It's a thing where you have you can buy stock in it, but I don't think the stock is really worth anything. They call them like punk investors or whatever like the green bay packers yeah it's basically for rich kids that don't have anything that they and they give like they give their investors like you can go on trips and whatever and anyway uh yeah uh they put 10 solid 24 karat gold versions of its punk ipa placed in random 12 24 and 48 can bundle shipped from its online store each one is worth fifteen thousand pounds a little over $20,000 in the current exchange and comes with 10,000 pounds of company stock, which is about 13,500 and a VIP tour of the brewing facility. So nine out of 10 have already been claimed. It's kind of cool. I wonder if you get to keep the $20,000 gold can. I don't think so. It was a memento or they just um, want to melt that shit back down. Brewdog is, is one of those. They are, technically a craft brewery but they're getting so big to where i don't think they're going to be considered craft anymore they were the number one uh checked in brewery on untapped this year which is like basically do they just have one brewery yeah so they have their their brewery in scotland and then their u.s brewery is actually in columbus ohio have you been there i've been there it's a huge facility they have a like a hotel where you can go and take your dog they have dog park it's like a big campus and it's technically in Canal Winchester, but it's outside of Columbus. Um, it's cool, but you you don't get that craft brewery feeling. You get the feeling of like this is something big and shiny and polished, and it's not. Craft. Is the beer good though? It's okay. Um, their beer is that's as negative everywhere. As you ever hear David say <laughs> so. It's probably shit. Just know that I'm not a I'm not a fan of of their beer. Um, I. They're available in a lot of places, and most of their beers 
I will pass over every time. Like they've got their punk IPA, which is their traditional IPA. They've got a, like a grapefruit IPA called Elvis Juice. That's not that great. Elvis Juice. Yeah, I don't like know Elvis why. Presley. Yeah, I guess um, it's like a Straight grapefruit juicy IPA. Yeah, it's peanut butter and bacon, like the sandwich. <laughs> yeah, um, but they, it's they also had like two of the top ten checked in beers on Untapped. And they so they they do a lot of like hype and like trendy beer type things, um. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. They're doing the Willy Wonka thing, so you got to drink some bourbon. It's time to drink some bourbon, baby. Now this is a gift from my mother in law, Teresa. Thank you so much. She got me bourbon for my birthday and for Christmas, and for Mother's Day. She's gonna <laughs> get you bourbon. <laughs> Abby came across this actually, and uh, first of all. Check out beardoctane.com as Harlan runs across the ceiling. Um, <laughs> shipping's still crazy, so if you want to get a gift card or if you want to, if you're down to wait for beard balm, beard, beard butter, beard oil, uh, vitamins, I think they got like what's the big one for growing biotin? Yeah, supposed to be like for hair and nails yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, or just get some swag from them. I think uh, I'm going to hit them up. We'll do some more giveaways in 2021. Um, I did see they hinted at a, at some big news coming. I don't know if you saw that. Like I don't know if they're doing like a big where having a big warehouse or something. They had selling it. Walmart. It looked it looked like it was big. Like they have like a bit like they're expanding production or something like I that. I love seeing like when they get their shipments together. Yeah, because it's some dude. Getting it all in the back of his truck and taking it to the post office. Like, yeah. <laughs> like if we started selling shit out of the basement here, it'd be like, oh, shit, look, look, load up the truck, boys. we got to go to the post office. Yeah. It's cool seeing a small, really small business like that. Um, and they've supported us since episode two, right? I mean, before we were a thing. Like, I got – it just – I don't know if it was like an algorithm type thing where we it just popped up. Yeah, and we, check out you know, these guys. Yeah, so – Beardoctane.com. Use promo code Beers and Beards ten. Save ten percent off. Also, I, I'm getting back on the bandwagon. I want to learn more. I want to expose myself to more. What better way than to listen to audiobooks? AudibleTrial.com forward slash Beers and Beards. I did uh, see. I think Papillon is on. I think the audiobook is out. Yeah, we'll be doing a, a complete. Are you just drinking the water? I'm smelling it to see what it smells like. It's interesting. Um, we'll do bourbon a Bourbon flavored water. Yeah. That's the next thing coming out. That's bourbon infused whipped cream. I had bourbon coffee. That was delicious. Coffee Emporium. Listen, I was not impressed with the bourbon cream. And I don't think Abby was either. I think you... I think you... You did get you, bourbon... What is it? Bourbon uh, cologne. Bourbon barrel aged cologne. Shout out to Duke Cannon Supply. I got concentrated cologne balm. Now listen, yeah. you see how much I used, right? Yeah, you a little bit goes a long it. way, and it is strong. It's I mean, it's very think, strong it's, smell. It's just a like I wanted some cologne and Abby. Listen, my wife is amazing. Your wife <laughs> is amazing. Not to me, to you, but yeah, like she's a pretty good girl in general. But she's a well. She's wonderful. Oh, she is. She's the best. Uh, so, yeah, Duke She's Cannon probably Supply. our number two fan. She yeah. listens every week. Yeah. I told you, you know, we. she said, hey, you can't be on Wednesday because that's office ladies. I listen to that. That, that, that <laughs> Angie, that podcast sucks. She listens to I, a lot of podcasts. I was all in. Listen, 
Not to change the subject. Well, I was all gonna, in on you're that. You're in trouble. You might. Angie's not going to. I was all in until I listened to like two episodes. I'm like, they, it is off the rails. <laughs> so stupid. Like just, I want, I'm, I'm very much just the facts. When I would write things, it was just the facts. It was no fluff yeah. and like, I was not a Juan Valley hyperbole based <laughs> writer, but it's like date, time, this, that, here's what you look for. Bam. Go. Yep. You were the feature writer. You you could dig into somebody's story and make something of it. Not me. This fight's going to happen here, there, there, or, you know, whatever. When I write for work, it's this is what happened. This is what I suggest or predict or, you know, this is the information you need. Boom. Out the door. They're just off the fucking rails. <laughs> and listen, I follow Jenna Fisher on Instagram, unfollowed. Don't give a shit about bread. Don't care about none of that. I don't know. Your Angie, no matter whether the next time you see her is in a week or in six years, she's gonna hold it against you. <laughs> she's gonna hold that against you um, until the day that one of you dies. And I've listened to a couple until different death, office you podcasts where it was they would go chronologically from episode one to the finale, yeah, and just kind of review. There's it. a book that uh, it's kind of like the untold story or whatever of the office. I don't know if I want. I think that the off. I'm kind of. I like the shows and what they are, but I don't like the like, what they call in MMA world shoulder programming, where it's like, the the tertiary stuff of like, you know, hey, this is you know a preview show of a preview show, like doing Fear the Walking, kind of like, like what Bourbon Notes is for us, right? So you've got like Shoulder The program. Walking Dead. Right after The Walking Dead, you have um, talking the talking the Dead. Talking Dead, yeah, yeah. and That's, where, like. Yeah. But I'm a guy, and I've count down to count down to UFC one thousand four hundred seventeen. Where if I'm into something, like I'm, I'm all in. If I get like bourbon, I'm into bourbon. That's whatever. If I'm into a show, I want to know everything about the cast, about the the writers, how it came about. Like I love knowing how, like how the sausage is made. Yeah, I want to know that. And I've passed it along to my daughter, and it's freaky. Like, my daughter and I are at a point in our lives where we're, we don't jive. So, we were best friends. Yeah. Up until like two years ago. And we are so much alike. It's fucking scary. It is scary. <laughs> Gary Jr. Oh, my God. Gonna call her Garletta. And Garletta. just the way we go about things and what we like and how we. She dipping yet? Uh, she might be sneaking. She might be sneaking. I'm missing a can. Uh, but anyway, all right. So today on the podcast, we have Cooper's Craft. This is a craft distillery. Uh, Barrel Reserve, 100 proof bourbon, um, chiseled and charred. Now, the thing with Cooper's is they raise their own barrels. Yeah, from the from from babies. <laughs> from little it, tiny, from, from you a, know, those little root oak beer. farm. Um, no, you know, that from those little root beer candies. That's what they start out as. <laughs> beer barrels. Throw them out there. Uh, their barrels have been handcrafted by their Master Coopers. I'm sure they got a Master Distiller too, but they're really big on this. Hanging with Master Coopers. Yep. Uh, deliver a bold and complex Kentucky bourbon that is bottled at 100 proof. Uh, you can take tours at Shit. Coopers.craft. You can reserve them at Coopers.craft.com. This is. When are we going to go to Buffalo Trace? I need to sneak some Pappies. Some. Wait, where's those Pappy barrels? 
I will prepare us an episode where I explain the story of the theft of Peppy. Oh yeah, that's a yeah. Um. All right, so we should do. I'm gonna go two fingers on this. Yeah, one. I, you can give me a little bit of it, not a lot. I gotta, I gotta skateboard home. You gotta skateboard home. Like We're also, I'm taking David. Like since it. Oh shit! I spilled a little. That's bit. good right there. Um, like when I go to David's house, there's so, so much to do. Like there's so many different places to go, and like he comes here, our steak and shake shut down. Captain D's barely hanging on. Selling the good ice. That's Long John like, Silver's. Long John's is hanging in there. Well, you got a Captain D's and a Long John's? Yeah. Man, that's big time. But, so I'm going to take him to our fanciest restaurant, which is a steakhouse. It's a Michelin seven star. It's actually Crystal's in the gas station. But. I'm going to Pablo's one of the times I come here. Uh, the gas station restaurant. Yeah. I took one there. It's pretty good. Yeah. He had to get Me and Abby ate there some not too of his long native ago. food. Before we drink this, and we've talked, we've really hammered small business on this podcast, but go out and support local small business in this time, hopefully with the vaccine. Have you been offered the vaccine? You're not really. No. Mark Slater got it, though. Shout he out to did. Mark Shout Slater. out to Mark. He is a, I don't know what he does. I thought he was a pizza guy. He. I think he's part owner of Oscar's Pizza. Okay, so yeah, our pizza chefs are our Man most prized it. national asset. Um, but I'm going to take it. I think maybe sometime next month on live TV so that all of our fans know that it's safe. I'm hoping to turn. I want to see like, like, you know, not to get too far sidetracked, but I want to see like, you know how, like, you know, politicians and, and people, <laughs> people are getting it because they're like, Hey, you know, I want you to know it's yeah. safe. Like the governor, like, I want to see how far that road goes. Like, is it going to be like, <laughs> <laughs> your is local it, magistrate gets it yeah is it gonna be like the or road like, commissioner live. like your uh your local uh your local channel 10 weatherman getting the vaccine because he's like I'm, hey man i'm i'm an influence or like uh instagram influencers getting yeah. it here's the thing not to get too far off topic but there's a <laughs> lot of anti-vax like jenny mccarthy listen <laughs> yes but fuck it if it means that we can all get together i know if I can go see my mom and have my whole family there. And if we a, can do Beers and Beards Bash if we, 2021. Yes. Well, well, yeah, we have not even talked about it. I didn't even put that yeah. out in the universe. Just that's for it, me and Yeah. Um, and our thousands of followers, yes. listeners. Um, but, like, I'm for it. What's the worst? Can, listen, yeah. I don't take the fucking flu shot. The flu's been eradicated, by the way. I don't know if you know that. If you want to get a chip. <laughs> listen, they can stick an iPad up my ass. If it means I can go do this shit, find my find my Gary. <laughs> yeah, you know I don't care. Um, but enough about that. Here is this. I week's just want to be able to go Cracker Barrel. I just want to go to fucking Cracker Barrel, dog. We'll match like. This is strong on the nose. I I like you know what I give them credit because the barrel dudes. Like I think that if they want a little love, you no, know. But I think that if they. If they make their own barrels, your bourbon, I better get some barrel in there. Oh, it's got some barrel in it. And I think that their new name should be called barrel, The Barrel Dudes. The, That's our new podcast. I mean, it's a throw. To Me, the, you, and one, The Barrel Dudes. The Barrel Dudes. I definitely get so much char and it is. oak. And, yeah, that's a strong. It's only 100 proof. Like, the last one we had was 107. Yeah. 107.5 so, proof. Power 107.5 proof. They have a bourbon that's like birched and so, like they 
age it for two years in the white oak or the oak barrels, and then they age in like a birch barrel or something. This is not it though. Yeah, this one's so it's so. I don't. Know, I get mostly just the barrel, just like the barrel of it. It does not have an age on it that I can tell. Um. So here we go. David's already. David's trying. That tastes like. Uh, go ahead. Oh wow, that's not bad. A lot of char. A lot of char. A lot of. It's got that lingering finish to it that most strong bourbons have. Yeah, like the, your lower proof, like your eighty proof, like the finish is gone. But like when you, I love. One of my favorite things about drinking bourbon is that I love the smell in it, and then I love that inhale. Yeah. You know, like I can, which maybe is because when I grew up, I loved inhaling rubbing alcohol. <laughs> Just that. <laughs> that that you know, explains it a lot. Opens, it opens up your, <laughs> Open up opens your pores. Opens up the sinuses, bro. Yeah. But this really, like, I don't know. It has, it's very spicy. Yeah. Um, but the finish is is just as strong as the palate. Does it say that it's like a rye mash or, or what? Let's look it up. I haven't, this is, I usually look up your bourbons. Um, this one I haven't really looked up a lot, but it's a, um, it, I definitely get like the, the barrel from this one. If you want, if you were like, it, it reminds me a lot of the, uh, Jim Beam black label, which is, extra charred, extra barrel. And I almost think because they're like the barrel dudes that they want extra barrel flavor in there. And I, I definitely get the barrel from this one. Um, I look at Cooper's craft bourbon and I got something else. Hold on. So they're owned by Brown Foreman. Most of their bourbon is aged four to six years, which the bourbon we tried, the Neely's was just two years. Yeah, two and a half. Uh, let's see if I can get the mash bill. Mash bill is 75% corn. You were correct. 21% rye. 4% malted barley. The aroma is a light toasted and fresh oak. I got that 100%. Yep. Mingled with baked apple sweetness and citrus custard. Fuck no. off with that. Citrus custard. <laughs> what is citrus custard? <laughs> Lemon meringue? That's uh, our new band name. Uh, the finish is rich and smooth with lingering hints of fruit. I don't get the fruit, but I, it, it does linger. That's a for sure. Yeah. Um I think everyone says that their finish is rich and smooth. Everyone says their finish everybody is smooth. Everybody wants that. So the taste, this is this is their own this is how they describe it. Soft lemon custard and baked apple notes layered over a bed of toasted and fresh oak characters seasoned with a light dusting of spice. I would say of of what their description, the most accurate is the fresh oak character that comes out to the forefront. And the, I would not call it a light dusting of spice. I would say the spice overwhelms any type of citrusy. Just, yeah. I mean, it's a higher proof, too. Yeah, I get that. God, it smells good, though, man. Once you hit that again. <laughs> Definitely get the the spice from it. And, yeah, it's it's a it's a good bourbon. So these reviewers, and I, and I used to do this before I... Probably, the reviews, but now I don't. But yeah, this don't reviewer that. says, "On the nose, we picked up notes of honey, oak, vanilla, and banana bread." Fuck off, banana bread, banana bread's ass, and day old banana bread. 
<laughs> Overall, it's more delicate than other bourbon. Listen, I don't know what they're drinking. If that, I don't know if that's what they're delicate. Drinking. Like maybe one day, thirty-four episodes in, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. Maybe two where I've picked up citrus, like actually picked up citrus, like you would actually taste like yeah. a little bit of a fruity taste. Because when you think about it, when you're overwhelmed with corn, wheat or rye, which pick your poison, mm-hmm. and just a little bit of malt, there's no room. Like, where does that come from? Where does the citrus taste come from? What From a Knob Creek to a Woodford Reserve, where would you get some citrus out of a bourbon made the same way in a barrel with corn, wheat, or rye, and malt? I'm not going to insert in the fucking apple juice in this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because you can't adjunct anything with, with bourbon. That's it's not whiskey. bourbon. I bought my father-in-law some uh, Elijah Craig peach. So it's actually a peach liqueur. Yeah. But it's their bourbon mixed with peach. He liked it. I don't know. Maybe one day we'll do a flavored. <laughs> so David got me a gift. I showed it off in bourbon notes. He got me a bottle of Willet Made Round, Rounds Creek. Rounds Creek. Homage to where I'm from. And he, so if you heard the podcast last week, you, you know, I, I got him some bourbon uh, fudge. Yeah, I'm ready for that. Don't and let me forget that. And I'm going to take him out to lunch. But I was at the liquor store yesterday and I was like, you know what I want to get him? I want to get him this. $16, $16 half gallon of Kentucky Gentleman. <laughs> yeah. It was a fucking bottle. <laughs> Plastic bottle. I was like, but I know he'd probably never drink it. You could like bounce uh, that off the ground. Right. Like a basketball. Uh, then they had a very old Barton's, which I may try. Yeah. Only came in a half gallon. Oh. $14.99. There was another one that we, not a, a old granddad. I think, I, yeah, I've not seen that. Yeah. But so in David and I off, you know, not on the pockets, we've talked about ancient age, which I'll be trying probably next week. I got that for Christmas as I go yesterday, fucking a hundred bottles of ancient age there. Yeah. It's been, you haven't been able to find it. Now <laughs> no, it's everywhere. You couldn't find it either though, right? Yeah. I saw it once and I was like, maybe cause they call ancient age baby Blant, Blanton's? It's the same mash bill as Blanton's, I think. One of the one of the big names that's like hard to get. So I think people people saw that that it's like, hey, this is, you know, whatever. It's the same mash bill as you know this thing that's hard to get. So. Anybody that you've talked to that's had Ancient Age, and I've had it, but I just I, to be honest, I can't remember. Yeah, one of those nights where it's like, fuck it, <laughs> just drink some, uh, ancient just drink age. some some Ancient Age. Shout out to BJ Cottle, a guy I work with. He. He's a bourbon drinker. And so we were at this function and it was, I believe it was ancient age because we couldn't get anything. I forget, we were in Frankfurt or somewhere where Buffalo trace and, you know, but we just couldn't find anything. So we got some ancient age and he was like three fingers of ancient age and a splash of seven up. <sighs> like if you could down the first one, the rest of them were good, but to get through that first one, like, <laughs> holy shit. Call it the BJ man. Uh, that's and that was a dollar fifty for that. <laughs> I mean, the bottle you saw the bottle I got, yeah, nine ninety nine. The smaller they bottle had, was cheaper. Yeah, that's what I was. The, the no, small, the, the smaller bottle was more expensive. It was the glass bottle was cheaper than the bigger bottle, or no, I forget. It was something yeah. weird. 
That was a shout out to uh, my secret Santa Carol at work. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So this week, Cooper's Craft. Uh, I'd give it. How many bottles? Two and a half. Man, you got you're a tough grader. Like what's a like a a five for you would be like Weller's. Larceny. Larceny. Um. What did what did I have? Man, Old Fitzgerald's up there. Old Fitzgerald's a good one. Yeah. Um. I loved not to get, but I loved hearing the. You're saying Old Fitzgerald? Yeah. So you'll learn about Old Fitzgerald if you read Pappy and like the history of it, because that's the Stitzelweller brand of yeah. like that's what that's what's on the Pappy is based off of the fucking chimneys there. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to go to some distillery. We are going to do. Listen, all right. Before we close this out, if you own a distillery, invite us. We will invite us. <laughs> Fuck it, we'll pay. I don't care. Um, before we get to our uh, music selection of the week, David, twenty twenty one. What? How do you see it? How do you see our podcast improving in twenty twenty one? Asking for a friend. Mm. <laughs> I think that we're gonna. Continue to, like, not branch out, but continue to add little small things where bourbon notes, we're going to add guests. We might do little things on our social media. We might do, I think, just little, just small things where it gets better. Better, good quality every week. (coughs) The quality is getting better. Yeah. This one will sound good. Yeah. I was listening to (coughs) our premiere that we did last week, and our quality sounded good. And a lot of it is just nerding out and figuring out how to do it right right yeah, yeah. like for me I, i'm not a techie guy but i've like yesterday i came down here to clean up a little bit and i was like man i gotta do something with all these cords yeah <laughs> like my my cable management is shitty so i like to upgrade some of this just in general to where it'd be easier to unplug go and you know if we can like i would love to do another on location spot and do it right next time I'm glad we fired that guy. Yeah. That guy was me. Um, so, yeah, just a bunch of different things. Like, I want – I think our the, the fundamentals are there. Our consistency is there. I think our knowledge is pretty on point. Like, like I trust – I would trust you to get me a craft beer based on what you know of to, me. To, Yeah. To pick one out for me to drink. There's things that I think you should like and things I think you would like. <laughs> it's And it's not the same. Right. You should like this, but like, listen, I know you're going to drink it, but like, craft. Exactly. Get, uh, as a, there's a brewery close to me, they have a beer called uh, The Closest Thing, because they'd have people that come in, what's your closest thing to Bud Light? <laughs> and they, they made a, a beer called The Closest Thing. The closest thing. All right. So one of our things that we instituted probably halfway through the life of this podcast was our playlist. Yeah. We have so many songs on this fucking playlist that surely to God have thrown off the Spotify algorithm. Yeah. And that's our goal. We've got Christmas music. We've got folk music. We've got rap. We've got metal Everything We've got Taylor Swift blues blues. So I I'll tell you mine this week because mine's it, I already got it pulled up. Okay, but uh, so 
Mine's a throwback. <laughs> my brother-in-law got for he's a big music audiophile, big music guy. Yeah. And um, for Christmas he got he's he's big into to records and albums. Yeah. He got the new Flaming Lips. That's a big thing. Like vinyl's a big thing now. It is because. The artist makes so much more money when you buy a vinyl, vinyl, or the really? physical copy of their music well, versus nobody streaming. Buys physical copies of shit anymore. Yeah, like I think they could sell like ten thousand physical copies and make the same amount of money as, as like, a million streams. Yeah, as a million streams or something ridiculous. But anyway, um, I have not listened to the new Flaming Lips because so I don't want to add a. Song Are they blistering the sun? Is that them? No, that's um. You asked me too fast, but I'll, I'll look it up here in a second. But Flaming Lips um, is Wayne Coin, weird kind of. Do you realize alternative? Like he's from Oklahoma City, which is a weird city in itself. Um, but my song this week is Violent Femmes. Violent Femmes, yes. Uh, but the, the Flaming Lips are one of those bands that's like they're kind of like the the Grateful Dead a little bit of this generation. Not to where like people follow them around, but like. Because you can't do that these days. Yeah, but they're like so eclectic, and like they are. It's an experience to see them live, right? I saw them live once with like it was like one of those concerts where you're like, I'm normally like I plan for months to go to a concert. This was a hey, do you want to go to this concert tonight? It's Flaming Lips. Okay, and it was an experience, right? People are blazing it up, blazing it up, getting high. There's a bunch of weird psychedelic stuff going on. Um, and Wayne Coyne, who's the, I mean, he's basically is Flaming Lips, is the head of that. But they did a concept album uh, not too long, well, I don't know when this came out, but uh, they it's uh, Yoshime Battles the Pink Robots. That's the it name is, of the song? Yes. What the hell? That's too long. And um, that's the song I'm going to add. Because I feel like if you break the algorithm of Spotify or whatever, like they would just say... Hey, you might like Flaming Lips. Like that's the yeah. that's the band that they might just rec- like recommend for you. Hmm. So. All right. You gonna crank so it? I can play a little bit of it. Which it's already weird and experimental, and even I mean, a couple it's seconds a in. Guitar. I was busting a nut the other day, <laughs> thinking about your girl. Oh, you could yeah. definitely freestyle to this. I'm like Michael Scott. I can do parodies. Do you go to improv class? <laughs> I should. <laughs> um, do you know Rob Zombie? Yes. You heard of his little brother? His band? Joe Zombie. <laughs> Jimmy Zombie. <laughs> is, I don't know his brother's name. Fronts a band called Power Man 5000. And I can remember in the early 2000s just jamming out to Power Man 5000 World Collide. And it's weird, and it's like, and it's all like this weird concept type, outer space type shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird, uh, and it's not, it's not like Rob Zombie. It's a heavier type song, but it's not. I don't know, but my selection this week is Worlds Collide. And I do think uh, we're gonna get somebody from Sonder or Sonder Stories on the podcast at some point. The, because I feel like we have that connection with them. What is it today? What's going on here? 
Yeah. It's, like, I feel like you would like. Did we put Rams, Rammstein? Not Rammstein yet. On? I feel like you du, would be. Du hast. That's the only song I know. Rammstein fan. Rammstein. Yeah. They're still touring, or they were before all this happened. But Them and Guar tour together. <laughs> so, so Guar used to play at 4th Street Live every other week. Really? Yeah. Like, you, I, you ever been to 4th Street Live and just look at the posters of the people that have been there? Guar is there all the time. <laughs> I, uh, and when the podcast on this, but went to 4th Street Live during uh, Derby Week, like probably five years ago now at this point. It was before Angie and I were dating. So it's probably five and a half years For an ago. event or for a concert? No, for a Derby. So it was Derby Week. It was like the Friday of Derby Week. So Oaks Day, Oaks Evening going into Derby Day. And we wanted to go to 4th Street because that's where all the cool kids go, right? Not everything is closed on 4th <laughs> Street now, but go ahead. But uh, we would we went and they were like, "Oh, there's a cover." I'm like, "We got a band. We got a hot band." It was Capital Cities, and they had one song. So we paid like ten or fifteen dollar cover to get in to see, to listen to the second half of the band, Capital Cities, Safe and Sound. Their one hit wonder. They're playing Derby Week, Fourth Street Live, and they played one song. No, that was the only thing we heard. Oh, because we got there. At like ten forty seven, when they were closing out their set, yeah, and like, oh, we still got a cover. You guys, this is a hot band. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Anyway. Happy fucking New Year to all of you people. We yeah. love you. We appreciate all the support. If you're listening to this in the future, this is welcome. Yeah, welcome to the past. I love living in the future. I always say that. Yeah. Well, when this. You know, we've always broke down that. It will be the future. It will when, be the future when yeah. when this is distributed. Uh, big thank you to National Barks for being our soundtrack for the year. Maybe we'll be doing a live performance with us next year. Yeah, which would be awesome. I don't even care. We sing. yeah, we will do. They they've been doing covers. Check so out their Instagram. National I think Barks. you and I could go and do. We could rehearse with them. We could do a cover. What song would we do together? Ebony and Ivory. Yeah. I was thinking Sunny and Cher. <laughs> I got you, babe. <laughs> yeah. We could do they could definitely play that. Oh yeah. Um well, they I bet they don't own any Skinner though. Yeah, Freebird. Uh, Joe Memory, knowing him, he could do Freebird on his bass. Yeah. Um but just the people that we've connected with this year and the industry itself. Like the podcast industry, you know, we're definitely going to have to get beers and beers and some of these other podcasts. We're going to have to collaborate more. We're going to get stickers. Get some stickers, Aaron Garrett. We, we want to bring a lot of people in. To, we have our own beer. We have our own beer. I probably never will try it, but <laughs> I might. Uh, hopefully, we can get together more often. David's made three consecutive trips here. I know. It's your turn. It's my turn. January, baby. Oh, we're talking about January 8th. I don't know if that's in sentence. 2021? That's, that's, uh, that's next year. We'll worry um, about that next year. And then <laughs> next year. Yeah. Um, just we're excited for what the new year brings. New bourbons, new beers, new friends. Um, if you get a chance, give us a share if you like it. Just just, just reaching out to us. Saying, give hey, us a review. Yeah, give us a review on iTunes. I've not checked uh, in Kelly a Patrick Show has 51 reviews. And he said, hey, if I get... 51 review, more than 51 reviews I can finally bring on some legit guests and I felt slighted because I've been on oh, as a guest on I've podcast. been a guest on the Kelly so Patrick maybe show. yeah he's talking about us let's see if we've got any reviews oh I just actually 
turn the podcast off. Yeah, so this is uh, podcastception. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should do a podcast, a live podcast of us listening to our podcast. We have 13 reviews. Our latest one is November 20th. Love this show. Gary and David both are so great. I love them. Uh, Viking Sweetheart. I've not, I've not, I didn't know we had these. Sign Arsenio Hall. Viking Sweethearts 99 says the beer guy exudes professionalism and knowledge in every episode. The beard and Burma guy, he's clearly the eye candy. I think that's Abby. <laughs> <laughs> now that I see that, the name, I know that's Abby. We, <laughs> we need to do, like when we, that thing we're talking about, we should do, have our friend make a poster and have him, like, you know how they have like movie posters mm-hmm. where it's like, you know. They have like little blurbs or whatever. So it's like Viking Sweetheart says this. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like I want a, that corny intro video we talked about. That's yes. a priority for 2021. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we appreciate everybody. David, I appreciate you. We've done this longer than we've really done anything together. No, we owned a little website for six years. Yeah, but we years. didn't, we didn't get together and talk. Like we should have collaborated more. Yeah. On the, the articles, the ones that we did were. I give you the facts and you make a story. On. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're pumped. Remember, go to mmamckinney.com. You can listen to the podcast there. You can see everything we've drank and tried in 2020, including uh, this week's Goose Island Bourbon County Brand Stout, Brand Stout, and Cooper's. Cra- I like Cooper's Craft, but there's so much bourbon I'll probably never drink upstairs. <laughs> Like I don't know. You gotta I, have a bourbon party. I, I bourbon can invite a hundred people and not get uh, get it all drank. Um. Well, maybe we'll have a hundred people. Yeah. Next year, listening to us. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> hopefully, a hundred people listen to us. I don't <laughs> At know. one time, yeah, I mean. Yeah. Um. Like us on Facebook. You can get notified when Bourbon Notes goes live. Until then, until next year, David. This has been Beers and Beards, episode thirty-four. We're out. Later.